0: <laughs> <It's Christine. laughs> ah, dad. Welcome, everybody, to the National Christian Podcast, it's the Christian Podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. It's even, I'm trying. your host, Shane. Eric, why are you always in a bad you, you're mood? You're not even trying at this
1: yeah, point. I, that's not, you're just making noises. That's what
0: I said. I literally told you, you said, do you have an intro? I said, yeah, I'm just going to make noises.
1: You're literally, You're not even trying. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was, Give not, a little more effort. That was good. Was not good. That was. Um, I want to. I want to apologize for everyone listening. No, you know, you know you do this every time. No, and not, I've been getting a few first, people who say that they enjoy my introduction. Number one, you're jumping the gun. I wasn't apologizing for your intro. Oh. Because whatever, people know how terrible that is. anyways. Wow. They don't need me to apologize. But but go ahead, continue. Who like who? My wife. And. My wife. <laughs> okay, so your wife <laughs> said that you, she likes your intros. Yeah, she told me. She said your she intros. Said,
0: plural she told me the one intro that i did when i was a robot she said she was that she was crying laughing in the car so your wife
1: who loves me who has to love you lauren who has to love you she told you that she liked one she doesn't have to love me she chooses (laughs) she told she told you that she liked one of your intros yeah Okay, so you don't it's think probably that's... Probably because you were so mean. You don't think that's telling <laughs> you anything? It's probably because you're you're always so mean. <laughs> the fact that she only likes one. Uh, so what I want to apologize is um, I have been... I mean, everyone's been sick lately, but even right before we recorded, I was like, Shane, I'm just out of yeah, it. get over it. Everybody know, gets sick. I, I was just sick. I don't know what it is. Like is. I'm in a little funk, so... Do you
0: remember the time when I, I, I might recorded be a little without sh- a voice?
1: Uh, yeah. Do you remember was,
0: the time when I recorded when my back was thrown out? It always have to do with
1: anything. That means that suck
0: it up. And get to work,
1: Aaron. Oh, I'm sorry. There's one thing you do for this podcast: show up for the actual recording part. Uh, you you know, do nothing else, and yeah, I gotta suck it stop up. Stop complaining. I'm still everybody here.
0: has problems. Everybody. I'm has not issues.
1: complaining. I'm apologizing if I'm not my lively self, like I normally am. My nice, you're complaining fun-loving, by apologizing. Fun-loving person that I am, I'm gonna be a little shorter today. You're setting I'm everybody up for failure. I'm you... gonna be a little more impatient with you today. Oh wow! So that's so. Hard to do. I'm just saying, prepare for that. And I stayed up late last night because I watched the Royal Rumble. So did I. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: I didn't say it that late either. <laughs> Ronda Rousey came. No, yeah, nobody cares, and I, I don't know. even care.
1: <laughs> you watched it. Yeah, it was kind of it was it was all right. But it's hey, have fine. you seen? Have you seen everyone get mad about the Grammys yesterday? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot of people were. I very really. Upset. Lo- I mean, do you ever watch any of those things? Grammys. Um, I'll Oscars, check in on the Oscars. Are the only
0: one where I just really basically want to see who wins Best Actor, Best Actress and best picture and yeah. director i like i like I, that's all that i care about yeah i definitely
1: don't check in the grammys because most people i don't know grammys don't. are like
0: the one where i really don't care yeah yeah especially because i
1: don't know it's like a lot of people and, you don't really care about as yeah, much yeah
0: and yeah and well all those award shows become so political too and i'm like i just don't feel like hearing i mean it's
1: whatever. all just it's all like so selfish to me the those yeah. awards it's just a way for the the companies to celebrate themselves yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. give themselves awards yeah uh, which which is uh, I could care less yeah I, I don't want to fall into that trap of it uh, Bruno won a lot yeah he like swept everything yeah. from what I heard which which I, I actually really like Bruno mm-hmm. but people were upset because um, really no females won anything in yeah. a <laughs> day and age where it's we're extra about um, like this is the I saw um, Andy Richter you know Andy Richter uh-huh. said that um, this is like the year of women or whatever, right. and, and he was saying it's crazy to me that we are giving them a year when they are fifty percent of the population. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> like your it's a, you. a year for you. For you, we've had <laughs> two thousand and seventeen of them. You yeah. get the two thousand eighteen. But but things have just been changing so much in our culture when it comes to uh, women and and females that you would have thought the Grammys would have tried to. Um, take advantage of that by Mm -hmm. giving some more awards to women, which they did not, which Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's just really bad planning on their part, or if people would rather them do that to jump on the bandwagon so they could be like, Oh, look at the Grammys. They did a really good job Mm -hmm. by giving these awards all these women. Um or if they decide you know where's gonna go with who we think's best. And we think Bruno is the best at everything. So I I guess we gotta give it to Bruno for everything. (laughs) (laughs) That is
0: that is one thing that when it comes to to race or sexism or any of those sort of things obviously in a situation like that like an award show the point is to award the person that is believed to be the best in whatever category yeah and 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 I think that most people would agree that you shouldn't just give it to somebody because of yeah their sex or their race they should they should get it because they've earned it um, yeah. and because they're the one most deserving of it. but you can't tell me that there wasn't a woman who deserved anything. <laughs> like that's the thing. It's like, I don't want you to just give it to a woman just because she's a woman. yeah, but I don't I don't think women want you to do it. no, they don't want to because pity that, that's yeah. that's that's men saying, oh, we'll give you a break or whatever. But we need to recognize the fact that women do awesome things as well. And they are deserving of recognition. And for
1: so few women to be recognized
0: is ridiculous.
1: Not that I care about award shows, but Mm -hmm. I want award shows to do that impartially yeah the question is can they do it in par- like is it even possible right, to do right, it yeah. in an impartial manner of giving these kind of awards because if they did as all women then i mm-hmm. think people be like oh it's just they feel like they want to they want to make up for lost time thanks so much for giving us this award yeah. like I, they're probably i don't i don't know if they could have won really besides just split even evenly yeah um i and how do they even determine who I have no clue or care at all. Well, there's like uh like like the Academy
0: for the Oscars, you know, so a there's lot of that people group. who are, and it's the same thing. Who's like, it made up of? Um, I I honestly don't know. But like uh, like we you know we're big sports fans, so like when people get elected to the Hall of Fame, there's like a group of people and representatives from different areas all over the country who are like sports writers and like uh radio hosts yeah. and uh you know those sort of people who um, all have
1: agendas yes, and all
0: that stuff too which is why some of the people aren't getting in but that's why there's so many of them from all over the, the, the country and Got it's it. not there's no perfect system in, in well, that's the thing it's like when you can't determine it like on like for sports you can determine the outcome of a game on the field yeah for awards you can't. It's yeah. just opinion. Yeah, it's so much opinion. It's just well, who do you like more? What do you what do you who do you think did a better job? Yeah. And there's no way to actually measure that. Yeah. So it's it's really unless you said, okay, we're gonna give the award to the best album to whoever sold the most albums. Like Yeah, I, but then and then that's a whole other thing even too. Even that doesn't that, work, obviously. Yeah. But I there's no like measuring stick. For it. it's just, I like this better, yeah. And people the, vote on it.
1: The academy's voting members, all involved in the Is this creative, for the Oscars? no, Grammys for the Grammys, all involved in the creative and technical processes of recording, then participate in one, the nominating process that determines the five finalists in each category, and two, the final voting process, which determines the Grammy winners. So they have people and they figure out who the five are, then they vote between those yeah, five. Yeah, I'm sure there has to be some sort of qualifications, all those sort of things,
0: but anyways. It, it yeah, is, they have
1: to be people that are a yeah. part of the recording process. But did you oh, hear
0: what like the the president of the Grammy said about about uh, it? Because when we're complaining, he yeah. was basically just like,
1: "Well, women need to step up their game." <laughs> that's what he yeah. said. Like, no, <laughs> that's not helping. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, what he could be saying is like, we are voting for the best. So yeah. if women didn't win, it's not because we are, are right, right. sexist because we just didn't think they were the best mm-hmm. so we don't want to give it away mm-hmm. um, but you have to be smarter with you could have you been smarter that. with yeah, yeah and I don't even know if that's tr- if that's true but maybe that's what he's presenting we don't really yeah. know but um, I'm all for people th- who are supposed to win or supposed to get the job getting mm-hmm. it but there are times where you have to kind of understand that there are disadvantages and certain things and there are already stereotypes or presumptions yeah. before that. So and the, it's and, impossible to figure out. Yeah, it absolutely is. So, so but it it it's just pretty interesting. But anyways, we want to start a new segment today, don't we? Yes. And we're gonna talk more about this stuff in our segment too. But yeah. what's our what's our segment called? So
0: um we figured that uh you know, we just got done with our worship time. We just got done um uh <laughs> with our introduction and we're just getting started and the next thing this that whole podcast happens, is worship remember that's right. That's what I'm Every saying. aspect of what i'm saying. And so the next thing that happens is um we got to go into our our announcement time. And so we're going to do a a new segment um called Church World News Now. It's the now news for world <laughs> church <laughs> that, time.
1: That's not the segment. <laughs> <laughs> what is this segment it's
0: called? It's Church Church News Now World News Church Time. That's wait,
1: can we just make it let's just make it CNN. CNN Church News Now. Okay. Now's a news church. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Well, whenever we get into
0: uh, you know church announcement time at your at your local church on a Sunday, before we do that, we have to do something first, right? You have to take time there's, to. There's no other way to get into announcements, yeah, right? I, I honestly do not know it. <laughs> <announcement. laughs> But without having greeting time. So, uh, obviously, before we do our announcements, let's, let's take some time to greet one another.
1: <laughs> take time to greet each other name of the Lord. Yeah. Shake someone's hand you don't know. Yeah, welcome somebody high to the podcast today. <laughs> and, Go, uh, yeah, find someone you don't know. And yep. Give them a hug. Right now, wherever yeah. you are, do that right welcome now. Them. All right. Okay, yeah. so hi. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, good to see you. How's it going? Greetings. Good, good. Okay, cool. All right. All right. Okay, well,
0: that was, cool. That was very productive. I
1: got to know some people during yeah. that time. Yep. And so. I found some people I didn't like. Yeah. Anyways, so we want to. Uh, Before we get to that, I was just at I was at a new church this week, and I'm not a guy that goes finds anybody. I'm the guy that stands <laughs> there, and if you want to greet me, you come to me. Oh yeah, all I ever, and I'm the pastor. A lot of times, <laughs> um, you just turn around to the yeah, person just behind people me. around me, and then I sit. Yep. I was, and I, people came to me and said, "Hey, how's it going? What's up?"
0: Yeah, um, and you know what I do? I act like I'm reviewing my sermon notes.
1: <laughs> oh, so you see a one talk to him. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I'll say, "Hey, hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing?" <laughs> and I sit down. I'm like, "Okay, what am I going to preach on right now?" So anyways um, all right so there's a there's a, a few uh, latest the, the latest news articles in the Christian world that we want to get into yep. We're partly doing this because we really miss tip-top news,
1: <laughs> yeah. RIP.
0: So. Yeah. Uh, but we we want to get into uh, a couple of, of things that have been happening in the Christian world specifically, not just in the world in general. So we've already addressed um, a little bit about uh, this pastor, Andy Savage. Yeah, we're, we're, we're like the main news outlet for this guy at this point. <laughs> we should
1: get him on our podcast.
0: Yeah, right. I think he would
1: love to come on here. <laughs>
0: but uh, Andy Savage, if you don't know who we're talking about, he's a pastor at High Point Church in Memphis. Tennessee Um, uh, he's one of the pastors a staff pastor there who was accused of and admitted to um, an inappropriate relationship with a minor when he was uh, in his 20s minor as she was 17 17. so still minor but like yeah so and so he and he admitted to um, to doing inappropriate sexual things with this girl and um, and she called him out on it and he didn't admit to this until she called him out um, and addressed it so They, they hooked up she was young. How
1: old was he? In his twenties. I don't know exactly. So, like the eight, I think he was
0: like young twenties, like yeah. twenty-two. And he's not. He like wasn't that. married or anything no. like that.
1: the The main part of this is that he was in a position of power. Yep. He was a twenty-year-old, and he offered to take her home. Yeah. Drive her home from youth group. Yeah, and I will say, doing this with a minor is is makes it sound like it's like a forty-year-old dude like mm-hmm. being a predator on like a twelve-year-old. Yeah. He was twenty-two. Twenty-two and seventeen is is. Still, like not appropriate, but I mean, I'm it's trying to think when I was that age. I my girlfriend was three years younger than me when she was 17. I was 20. Yeah. I mean, it's not that was it, my girlfriend. So yeah. they, I mean, I wasn't her youth pastor. Yeah,
0: but, but that 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 is a re- the real crux of the issue. The real problem is yeah. a pastor of hers when she was in the youth group basically used his position and his power yeah. to get sexual favors from her, or it was it, I shouldn't say favors. To, to get things from her and left her really no choice. Um, and people is, would is say, what we is what, what it seems like, but yeah, and that's what she says. You know, and what would you do if you were seventeen and you had a youth pastor doing that? and that is a difficult situation. Yeah. Uh, to, I I, to be, I
1: almost blame the church for hiring a twenty-two-year-old youth pastor. Why? Because I think it's too young for someone to be ministering to that age group. She, he should have been like the middle school pastor, or whatever. Twenty-two and was seventeen-year-old. I started when I was nineteen. Doing what? I was part time though. Doing what? At youth ministry. Like middle, weren't you middle school primarily?
0: Yeah, at, at first, when I was nineteen, but yeah. but, 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 but by the time I was twenty two, I was working with the whole youth group. Yeah, I so I don't know. So, I think it's
1: hard to ask it like. Anyways. Well, I think
0: that there needs to be proper boundaries in place, obviously, and you it, you have to be aware.
1: Yeah, but but and I that. was single at the time.
0: Yeah, I I wasn't dating anybody. I, you know, at one yeah. po- I was engaged when I was twenty one, and then that didn't work out. And then I was single for a little while and dated different people and whatnot. Yeah. but yeah, it's it's a it's it's a it's a very
1: unique situation to to be. What's in. the age gap that you think is necessary for someone to be a youth pastor, especially a single guy? Because like like we said, seven year old is a minor, but um even i we had a conversation on our on our ny embers group that with uh tim b who was kind of talking about it's like 17 is like legal in some states so it's like we're not talking about a little kid right right so 17 year old and 22 year old that's what's it i mean the rule is your age divided by two plus seven we all know we all know that rule (laughs) so so yeah it's still when you're younger i understand those five years are bigger than yeah now that you're if you are uh, thirty-five, a, then
0: that's that's five yeah, years or nothing. A thirty-five and a forty-year-old being together is nothing. Yeah.
1: But this that that doesn't
0: that doesn't mean anything because at this time in this situation, a seventeen-year-old and a twenty-two-year-old, most of the time, are in very different places in life. Um, and uh, and so, but anyways, th- like I said, that's not the real issue. The real issue is a pastor and huh. a mentor and somebody that this that this girl looked up to abused his position. So anyways the church has really been and we we've already talked about this in previous episodes I don't want to rehash everything but the the latest news with it is the church has been heavily criticized for the way that they handled it which we criticized them heavily for it. Yep, yep. and we were cuz the the pastor stood up, read a statement, the whole church gave him a standing ovation. Yeah, I don't like and that. patted him on the back basically and said, We stand with 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 Andy and he made a mistake and, and he did something wrong and he has taken the right the necessary avenue to repair this and all of these sort of things.
1: The church doesn't know like the, the congregation they, they does don't, not know that. They don't.
0: And and they said we also stand with the girl and we hope that she can find forgiveness. Like that is the statement that really yeah. shook me we hope that she can also find forgiveness that she's the victim yeah. and so we talked about that so the church has been blasted by social media P- by bloggers, podcast podcasts and podcasts, and, <laughs> and podcasts that don't take themselves too yeah. seriously <laughs> and um and so the the lead pastor came out um just this past week chris conley and he took to the pulpit to to really uh say that it isn't right how the hate that they have received and um Andy Savage is on a leave of absence now at this point. But uh I the for the pastor to come out and to call out everybody else and he and I I understand what he's trying to say. What he's saying is yes, what happened in this situation is wrong. But there are also wrong things that happened because of how we've handled this situation. He didn't say that they handled it wrong. Yeah. But he said... So what, what did he say? Do you have the quote exactly? Uh, Read exactly what he said. Yeah, hold on, hold on. I'm getting to it. So, so what he said, um, Pastor Conley, he took to the pulpit, and uh, this, is a, this is a direct quote from him. He said, it's okay for me to point out some things that are also wrong, all right? What happened 20 years ago was wrong. Which again they always say, twenty years ago, as if they always make sure to, to minimalize it's ridiculous that this is coming up twenty years later. Yeah. What happened twenty years ago was wrong. What is happening with bloggers and social media critics being hate being so hateful is also wrong. He then compared the church to the protagonist in a movie. This is his quote again. If you were watching a movie right now of this story, and in this particular movie we happen to be the main characters, what would you want us to do? Do you want us to compromise and cave in to the critics? Do you want us to quit? See, that's what the enemy wants. He added, "It's okay for us to respectfully disagree, and that's what we're doing."
1: What are they disagreeing about? I don't know what. What is he saying? He's, they're disagreeing about. I don't get. I think that what he's that saying. Part. Well, the people on social the way media. way that the way that they're that the church handled yes, the situation. Yes,
0: it's okay to respectfully disagree, and he's saying it's okay for you to disagree, but don't be hateful with it.
1: I, I get what, what he's, he's trying to say that people are lashing out, but. It's pastors are held to a higher standard. Mm-hmm. Biblically, yes. they're held to a higher standard. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't mind talking about pastors on here, yeah. people like that, that the guy was about to And we are also pastors. Yep. Guy who's who is a pastor at a mega church who had a big book deal and stuff. Um we need to talk about this kind of stuff. The world's already talking about it. The pastors are are, are representing the church. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what they're supposed to be doing to to the rest of the world, yeah. And when something like this happens, it needs to be discussed. Yeah, is are there internet trolls? Of course, but like, mm-hmm. first off, the best way to combat internet trolls is to ignore them, not yes. to talk about you them. You can't. That's, <laughs> that's
0: that's the thing. It's like this is just like social media 101. And for you to be a mega church, surely you have had you to understand. deal with. You should understand this. Yeah, you've had to deal with social media trolls and people calling you a heretic. No matter. What if you are a
1: megachurch, you will have people coming at you, yeah. So, like this, they but they, some trolls don't even believe what they're saying, they're just yeah. saying it's just to make a rise, yeah. You can't give them a time of day, and uh, so it that
0: I don't understand why he's even wasting his time talking about this. You already look bad with how you've handled this, yeah. And because maybe because you've handled it incorrectly, and yeah. <laughs> maybe because it could have been handled in a better way, and to a certain extent, they have recognized that by, by instituting a leave of absence yeah. for this guy. Um, now, I don't know if he's, like, still getting paid or what yeah. is happening. So, I, I but can't that's, that. that's... Either way. Either way. It doesn't matter to me. But you've already in, it, admitted, not with your words, but by saying, okay, we received all this backlash. We need to give him a leave of absence. Yeah. Um, so, uh, to a certain extent. But you need to just come out and say,
1: you know what? We could have handled this better. I think he. they could have said that um, we really wish that we weren't getting some of this feedback that mm-hmm. we were getting and, and people are being hateful, but we this is a new situation territory for us and we're learning as we go and the best way to handle this. And, um, there's times where we don't always get it right. There's times where, where we do, but Mm -hmm. as you be patient, as we figure this out and, and we apologize for anything that we've done, but we're trying to do Mm -hmm. what we think is best at the time. So, and, and it's, it's, the, the difference between that statement I, I just said and his statement, there's not much difference in what was said. Mm-hmm. It's humility and yeah. pride. Yeah. That was a statement of pride yeah. of... of- where the like that and
0: he's he said he's playing the victim because he said that's what the enemy wants us to do. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? Stop using this and twisting things to justify your actions when what you did was wrong, yeah. when you made a mistake. And now I I don't want to throw the lead pastor in the same category. Yeah, put as in what. a terrible spot. He, yeah. And no But he knew about that
1: terrible correct. spot could possibly come one. Yes. Day. Yeah,
0: when he hired him. Yeah. He knew. So and and if he keeps saying this thing that happened twenty years ago. Okay, so you had twenty years to figure out how to
1: handle it then. You know, you but, had- so uh, let me come to his defense a little bit and yeah. be um, devil's advocate. I think that he thinks he did do that, and maybe he did. He's he he believes that he did the research mm-hmm. and he figured out twenty years ago. Here's what happened. We figured out the situation. Okay, it doesn't seem as bad as it was, and we don't know what this situation actually was. Yeah. So in his mind, he said, okay i th- i'm okay with this situation i've th- we've done the homework because he they, they definitely did mm-hmm. so we're okay with hiring him so then they hire him this all all the stuff comes out because of the culture we're now went now in with with all the me too movement all that kind of stuff this all comes out i don't know i'm trying to think of the act like the absolutely best way that he should have handled it at that point because in his head, he's already done that research. He yeah. knows that he already did what he had to do and figured that out. Mm-hmm. Um, if new information comes out, then you can reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Just, I, well, I think it's, it's humility this that is, needs to come into yeah, play that, a
0: little bit. You're right. It, it is humility, but, and this is with any situation where, where something wrong happened. If you sit there and you say, "Well, we're so sorry that this—I'm so sorry that this happened. I'm so sorry that that whatever situation, maybe you get in a fight with somebody else. I'm so sorry that this happened." But yeah, the but takes away everything exactly, you just said. exactly, and that's what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, we're so sorry about this thing that happened 20 years ago. But everybody's being really mean to us right now. Yeah. That's what he's complaining about. Yeah. When there was when there was sexual abuse. Or I I don't know if that's a correct term term for it, but uh, you know when there's abuse
1: of power, abuse of power that he didn't
0: do. Yes, but in that situation, what you need to do is focus on the person who is the victim. Yeah, not on not on. Well, everybody's being mean and everyone's upset with how with how we've handled it. Now now your apology is is worthless because you're more focused about
1: people apologizing to you now. Yeah, I will say the fact that they they released that statement or or he released that statement. They did what they did, which a lot of people got backlash. And then they decided after the backlash to give him, to suspend him shows that they either reacted Mm -hmm. to all the reaction that was, that they were getting or, decided you know maybe we should have done this in the first place yeah so they either just they either are reacting to everybody else which is they shouldn't be doing anyways or they decide you know Mm -hmm. maybe we should have suspended it while Mm -hmm. we figure this out so if that's true that maybe we should have suspended it that means that you you messed up a little bit on how you reacted to it just say that just be like listen we we're figuring this out yeah that's all you gotta say. Yeah. Like, don't. I wish. Friends, I wish that we would have handled
0: it differently. I wish that things would have happened differently.
1: They want this story to die down. They yes. want the story to
0: go away. But when
1: you do this, like yeah, that's not gonna make it, it go away. It's if we're gonna keep talking about it every time, relevant yeah. Magazine posts another article about yeah. it. Yeah, we will keep bringing it up. Right. It's like you apologize for
0: it. He's on a leave of absence, and now don't talk about it anymore. Yeah. Like move on and handle it with the with the person because that's really the crux uh, I keep saying that the crux that's one of the biggest problems and the reason why it came out the way that it did is because the girl who was abused was never addressed. Yeah. Nobody nobody talked to her about it. No, and and whenever she would reach out, people would ignore her and say keep it quiet, keep it quiet. Yeah. And even Andy Savage did that. She she emailed him first and yeah. said, "Hey, with all this Me Too movement that came out, I feel like I, that this was never properly handled and I'm sending you a message now. And he just ignored it. Yeah. And so then she let it come out. Yeah. And so if you would have handled it the right way from the get-go, yeah. then you would not be in this
1: situation yeah. and you're making it worse. Yeah. I so. agree. So, well, and, well, if this church doesn't hit, figure out something else soon, then hey, we'll talk about it again another week. Yep. <laughs> we'll yeah. Keep, it gives us great keep, topics. Let's <laughs> just keep bringing it up until you figure it out.
0: Yeah. Well, you got another, uh, I a, got one. Yep. another church announcement news uh, your world boi, time. Your boy has been getting in trouble. My, who's my boy? John Piper. He is not my boy. I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong. John Piper has... A, he. he Is a good communicator, and he has some great things, but he is not my boy. I deal with him (laughs) on a lot of theological issues. Yeah, (laughs)
1: well, basically, we are um, Nazarenes, which is more Wesleyan holiness, Mm -hmm. uh, more Methodist side. John Piper's Calvinist, right? Yeah. So, can you explain just some quick differences with Calvinism? Because just people... uh, Okay, so so here's a couple of instances. Calvinists believe in predestination. Uh, We believe more in free will, Mm -hmm. things things like that. We're talking about more secondary issues here. Yeah,
0: none of that. It it really all those things uh I think this, a lot of. but time- this
1: what we're going to talk about is one of those examples where yes. where Calvinists are on one side and and we Wesleyan. talking are, are on the other side and so listeners might fall into one of those two categories you yes. yeah, know absolutely but here's here's a the if you don't know what about John Piper um, here's some of the stuff that's been happening after John Piper's interview on women not pastoring mm-hmm. Twitter users inspires Christians to name Christian women teachers and leaders so to go about and talk about all these women that came out. So here's some of the stuff that John Piper said that got him in trouble when he talked about women pastors. Again, we're in that movement, which which is kind of what we're talking about this whole episode. Uh, Piper initially said this, that's my belief about what makes for the best seminary teaching. When a student with the pastoral call arrives at the level of seminary preparation, something is different from what was happening in college education and high school education, at least usually as a parentheses. Not only has he moved beyond the adolescent as he moved beyond the adolescent years of transition from boyhood to manhood, you get the gender he's Mm -hmm. doing, but he is now submitting himself to a community of teachers who by their precept and example are called to shape his mind and his heart for vocational pastoral ministries. He continues with the crux of his response being, if it is unbiblical to have women as pastors, How can it be biblical to have women who function in formal teaching and mentoring capacities to train and fit pastors for the very calling from which the mentors themselves are excluded? I don't think that works. The issue is always that that inconsistency. If you strive to carve up teaching in such a way that it's suitable for women... It ceases to be suitable for seminary teaching. So, a closing word, the issue, as always, is not the competence of women teachers or intelligence or knowledge or any of that stuff. It's... Uh, or... I, I don't I don't know how to say that last word, so I skipped it. <laughs> <that. laughs> it's never competence. Exclamation point. That's not the issue in the home or in the leadership. It's not the issue in church leadership. It's not the issue in seminary leadership. So... He basically said, "Why are we allowing women to go into seminary and all that other stuff when they should not be pastors?" No, no, no. That's not right. He's, no, what he's saying is
0: there, that women should not be professors in seminary
1: for that reason. Yes, he's saying.
0: Well, he he got, basically what he's saying is obviously women can't be pastors. Is, what, is so he he already assumes that that we believe that. Yeah. So if, uh, according to what he believes, the biblical standard is women cannot be pastors. And since women cannot be pastors, then men who are training to be pastors cannot be taught by a woman in
1: seminary to be a pastor, which if you hold that belief, Okay, that I, makes I sense. Yeah. I, if you if you have that belief, then I under then I actually agree with it. Mm-hmm. I just don't have that belief.
0: Exactly. It's like amazing. if if you believe women can't be pastors, then why would a woman train a pastor? I I
1: get that. That yep. that makes sense. And what he's trying I to just say is entirely disagree. <laughs> <laughs> what he's what he's trying to say is is um, it's not has nothing to do with how smart they are. Mm-hmm. If they're capable, they're obviously capable. Yeah. But to him, it's like to him, he says the Bible clearly states to him. Yes. That women shall be pastors. So if they can't, why would they teach? The, pastors? the belief is the belief is this: it's not that, like, like you said, it's not that they're not smart enough. Um,
0: and and like like we've said, we don't we don't hold this belief. But if you believe that women uh, are not should not be pastors biblically, if you believe that's because they're dumber than men, then you are already wrong. Yeah, um, and even even John Piper would say that. Right, but the belief is that you your traits complement something else. Yeah. And that women are wired and men are wired differently, and that men have their traits and their mannerisms and their the way that our mind works complement us to be a pastors. Where a woman, their skills and traits and all those sort of things would complement them in another area that is not less than or worse than. It's just different than. I mean,
1: I don't agree with that whatsoever. That, are but, you sure that's what they're they're saying? Yes, because I I just think that they're saying the kind of the same way we look at. Homosexuality in the Bible is—it's just—it to them it's like it's so clear to me that the Bible says women can't be pastors. Mm. So but, instead yeah, of but, giving a reason behind it, they just say well, they just can't because the Bible yeah, says so. No, but the reason that they believe is because that they're that that they're that they would be better in
0: another situation. Just like when we work with volunteers, and if somebody comes up and we do uh, the strength finder, which is like a personality mm-hmm. training thing to figure out what are you good at, what mm-hmm. what sort of personality do you have. And we want to get you serving in an area that would complement that personality, that would complement your strengths. So that's kind of the view that from people that I've talked to who hold this view, that's where they're coming from. And the best possible place for a woman to be serving that is the most fulfilling and satisfying to them and to the ministry that they're serving in is not an elite pastor role. That's, That's the belief. At least, because I think that most people would agree, even if you believe that women should not be pastors, that they're just as smart as men, and all of those sort of things. Yeah. So, uh,
1: I mean, if you think about any any time I think about something the Bible says that sin or mm-hmm. or um, something we should not be doing, I assume that we should not be doing this because it's it's not good for us. Mm-hmm. So, premarital sex is one that we believe is a sin, right? Yes. The reason why we should be doing premarital sex is because it it's better for us to not do that. It's mm-hmm. not just like God's making a list of rules. Mm-hmm. So if you have the belief that p- women should not be pastors, you have to also believe then that there's a reason for that. Yes. And so the, you're, the reason you found is what you just said. Yes. that That... If, if you're not supposed to be that, then that means you should be something else, which means that mm-hmm. that's what you're actually called to do. Yeah, and, you, and
0: you'll be better in this role, better suited in this role than in yeah. a lead pastor role.
1: Now, I, I will be honest as we start to talk about this, but I'm not super well-versed in this topic. Mm-hmm. I have my beliefs, and I have some other things, and I know there's people that have arguments on it. We've had some people that listen that actually yeah. say, wanted us to talk about this, mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I, I would like to actually get... Two people on both sides yeah. actually have a debate about this. And then we can just sit there and watch? Yeah, I just want to watch <laughs> it. Um, people that are a lot smarter. Two women that are a lot smarter on yeah. this debate it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but some some of the stuff that... Some of the reasons why people believe that women cannot be pastors is because if you look at some of the stuff Paul writes mm-hmm. uh, in, in the New Testament, it seems to Timothy, like... To yeah. Yeah, and Timothy he talks about how um, women should learn in quietness and full submission. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, I do not permit a woman to teach or to have authority over a man. She must be silent. So the main thing is over a man. Because there's other examples of mm-hmm. women teaching women. Mm-hmm. But um, Paul and Timothy has that verse where where that's where Calvinists or other people believe, okay, that and other examples will show This is why we should not be letting women be pastors over men. Yeah, um, things like that. So, uh, okay, what would you say to the to the First Timothy verse? Like, what what would be your reaction to to women having to be silent? To, to th- just this exact verse. Yeah. Like, how would you get around that? Because it seems pretty clear what he's yeah, yeah, saying.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, what, when I read that, obviously we have to understand the history and the context behind it. Um, and uh, uh, the church that Timothy was pastoring in and was working with um, recently had a lot of converts from pagan religions. And from different religions. And so, uh, and now that, that's most of the churches in the New Testament because it was the new church at that time, right? Yep. So they're 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 reaching out, they're growing, they're finding new people. And you would have different people coming from all different backgrounds. And in this particular area, um, a lot of the women who became new Christians came from a religion where a lot of the women were leading and a lot of the women were teaching. And so when they got in this situation of, of a church where they didn't have the education, in this area they still wanted to lead uh-huh. but they weren't educated for it yeah they weren't prepared for it they had to learn and at one point I, I you have the verse in front of you and i don't but I, I think it said you said that they should learn in silence yeah silence yeah so should men right like i shouldn't i shouldn't learn in by standing up in the middle of a service if i know nothing about what's going on and give my opinion on it yeah right i should learn when i give a sermon I don't just go up there and just say whatever I'm thinking. Yeah. I prepare in silence. Yeah. <laughs> I like I prepare in my office by myself, reading the word, studying it, trying to understand
1: the context, all those sort of things, and I prepare a message that I then present. Why, and why do you learn? And why is it important to learn in silence? Because I'm trying to hear from God. Yeah, it's hard to to actually fully understand when you're talking, yes. and you have to when you're. Silence is saying, I'm going to just sit here and humbly listen yes. and understand that I don't know as I'm much. I'm doing the work. Yeah. And, so
0: And a lot of these women were not doing that. And a lot of times, they would actually stand up in the middle. These specific women. These specific not women. Not general women. Yes. Yes. These specific women would stand up in the middle of a service and start asking questions or start speaking. And, and all and all these things were happening, which would disrupt a service, yeah. obviously. And if that happened at my church on a Sunday, I would be like, hold on to your questions and I'll speak with you afterwards. Don't bring it up in the middle of of me preaching because that doesn't benefit anybody but you. Yeah. And so that's what he he was addressing
1: in in that situation. And it's important to understand that women in this culture are not like women now yeah. where women in that culture weren't allowed to learn. They didn't things. have an opportunity. They didn't have the opportunity, so they were not educated. They were not equipped mm-hmm. like men were, which is not right or fair. Yeah. But they weren't. So because of that they weren't as intelligent as a man was because they weren't given the opportunity yeah, to be. Yeah, exactly. They, it was impossible for them to be. They were, right. they were. There were strict rules and laws that were prohibiting them. Yes. That's not the case anymore.
0: Yeah, and so that's not fair to the woman. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't want any person, if they didn't have the education to preach, you wouldn't want that person to preach yeah. or to be a pastor or to lead or to counsel yeah. or anything
1: like that. The reason why we're strong on believing that women can be pastors is um, Mainly, uh, biblically, we'll talk biblically because yeah. we talked about some of the examples, but um, in Acts, when they're talking about the first church and, and yep. who's going to preach church the gospel, too. it says women, men and women will preach the gospel. Yeah. like So So that says that wh- that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Men and women will preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe in, in, in the example that Paul gives and, and what Paul is writing in the first Timothy, that was not a time for them to do it. Right. But when they're starting the church, the mm-hmm. very first meeting of the church, they say women are going to preach it. Yeah. So now, now I guess the argument could be, well, it doesn't say they're going to lead over men. Mm -hmm. And then there's, there's, what is it in Ephesians where it talks about Ephesians chapter five, Mm -hmm. talks about a verse that a lot of people don't like a lot. A lot of people don't like, um, Ephesians chapter five, verse twenty-two says, "Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands, as you do to the Lord." And it goes on for the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body to, on which he is a Savior. And I get how terrible that verse sounds in our culture yeah, now. Yeah. But let's actually like. Sometimes I quote that verse to Lauren. Does not like it. <laughs> <laughs> but let's also look at at what at what's happening here. This is Paul writing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the verse before that, why well, submit to your husband says, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Talk about the man and woman. Back then, what were women to to a man? They were less than. They, they were your property. Yeah, yeah. So why well, submit to your husbands? Of course you submit to your husbands. Yeah. That's your job. I own you. Yeah. That's what you do. But then listen, so what he wrote there is everyone goes, yeah, duh. Mm-hmm. And when you do communication, when you preach... One of the first things you try to do is get people to understand and have a joint-like understanding. We're all on the same page here, right? Mm -hmm. I believe that's what Paul is doing here. Verse 25, then he starts talking to the men, the husbands. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. Mm-hmm. That statement yeah. is crazy back oh, then. Nope, that didn't happen. It, it, husbands love, I don't need to do that. Yeah. She does what I tell her. Right. But Paul's saying, no, you need to love her just like you love yourself, mm-hmm. as much as you love Love her the way Christ came and loved the yes. church, which was loving a body that always messed up, that always did something wrong, mm-hmm. but still coming and sacrificing himself for this church that could choose to not follow him. Yeah. And that's what Paul is telling those people back then. That that is revolutionary. Yeah, him absolutely. saying that. Yeah. So we always see wives wives submit yourselves to your, to your husbands as like, oh, look at the Bible. So, but actually, if you keep reading, it's like, man, the Bible was revolutionary back then, mm-hmm. and actually saying, no, you guys should be submitting to each other. And in a healthy marriage, what do you do in a healthy marriage? You submit to each other. You submit to each other. There's times where I submit yeah. to my wife. Times where she submits to me. It's a it's a healthy marriage.
0: Yeah. Well, and beyond that, biblically. How many times were were there stories of women in the Bible who made an impact and who led yeah. and who did some big things? Perfect example is Deborah in the Old Testament, as she was a prophet and a judge. Right, she literally led military armies and led and led Jerusalem to victory time uh, uh, di- different times throughout the book of judges. Yep. I mean she she was famous for her successful military campaigns against different neighboring uh, enemies. Yep. Like she changed the way that that Andrew went about it and for most people reading like some of these scriptures like well that a woman can't be leading. Yeah. It, it can't be in charge. Deborah did it in the old testament. Mar- Mary Magdalene mm-hmm. funded the whole Jesus crusade. Yeah. She <laughs> she
1: was the bankroll for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, what was it? She was her husband... Was um uh worked for King Herod? Isn't that right? I think yeah. Her husband had some and said uh, some sort of background with King Herod, working for him, getting a lot of money. And so it's really funny that Herod, who wanted to kill Jesus and wanted to stomp him out, was actually funding the ministry of Jesus yeah. through Mary Magdalene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is wild. To think about. Not a lot of people know. But Mary Magdalene, and because all of the disciples, when Jesus recruited the disciples, what did he tell them to do? To leave your life and come follow me? Yeah. So that means that they left their job, yeah. which means they had no more income coming in. Yeah. So, how would they then get around? You needed money, you yeah. needed income to get around. How would they get around? And oh, the, oh, women, paid the, the, the women paid the way. The women paid the way. Literally, the women paid for Jesus's ministry. Uh, or the story of Ruth, Yeah. Uh, uh, the story of Esther, uh, you know, women in the Bible who changed the way that people looked at how to treat one another. Um, and uh, in the Old Testament, there were people who, who would go on to preach, who would go on to, to lead whenever they had opportunities. Even, obviously, the mother of Jesus, she actually encouraged Jesus to perform the first miracle yeah. of turning the water into wine at the wedding. She was the one nudging Jesus, Jesus, you need, can, you need she, to do she, something she, about this. She, she wanted to keep partying. She, she was like, Jesus, to keep come partying. on, man. Let's get uh,
1: keep the party going. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> she was also known to, to, to have a, a good knowledge of Scripture, which how could you not? Your son is Jesus. Yeah, a good knowledge but, of scripture. But she
1: should she wouldn't?
0: Yeah, and to give prophecies. Then. I mean, there are countless examples throughout even, all of Scripture of women who who did great things, who led when given the opportunity, and who changed the the path of
1: Christianity today. Even even Paul talks about like Phoebe in Romans sixteen, yeah. commending her teaching and evangelism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, he says "He says this, I got right here, Romans
0: 16, one, one, verses 1 through 2. Paul writes, I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a deacon in the church of Centuria. I ask that you receive her in the Lord in a way worthy of his people and give to her any help she may need from you, for she has been the benefactor of many people, including me. She's a deacon yeah. in the church. And yeah. Paul says, I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a
1: deacon in the That's church. That's the same Paul who... Who wrote the women yeah. should must, must be silent? Yeah, which is the main. There's I know there's other verses that people point out that make yeah. why women should be pastors, but and that's if you the don't know way. like the what what is a deacon in the church
0: like that's a pastor that's yeah. a leader because like we are elders in the church of the Nazarene, but you can either be an elder in the church or a deacon in the church. Yeah, so this is someone who is leading,
1: but then but they. Maybe the argument is that she has other people over her. Mm-hmm. That whatever, but yeah. And um, elders are elders primarily do preach,
0: uh-huh. um, but doesn't mean that deacons cannot.
1: Yeah, and I and I do understand. Like anyone's listening that's on the other side of this topic, I I don't understand the other side as well as I should. I just know mm-hmm. the countless different examples that make sense to me, right? And in the culture that we're in because I always like to relate what was going on back then to the culture that it was in. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing that is that is so, like, so obvious to me that it says women cannot be pastors. That isn't translated to the culture and the time of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are verses that show that women can be pastors, and there are so many examples of women that are acting as a better leader. Yeah. And back then, when women weren't as educated, there were still women that were better leaders. Mm-hmm. Now, women are as educated as men are they have the as up as well as many opportunities now and it's only getting better it's only improving with that so i i've seen too many women um that have done so many great things in church world and in my life that i just i just can't believe yeah. i it, it, i don't see any biblical evidence for it first off mm-hmm. plus all the examples i see around and yeah. that's what happened with with um this with John Piper is uh, a bunch of people started tweeting names of women that really influence them, past Absolutely. pastors or leaders that influence them with their faith. Um, so that that I kind have of spoke a, that I have a, a, a woman on staff at my
0: church, um, mm-hmm. and uh, her name's Lene and she she preaches and she preaches well. She yeah. does a good job. And I've seen when she gets up there and preach, and I've seen when given the opportunity to lead, Yeah, it's like she blows people away. Yeah, And when I see something like that, I'm like, no, you know what? Her skills and her personality is not made for her to do something other than this. She is made for this. Yeah. That's what she's made for, and like that's what she is called to do. And if she were to do something else, then she would be sinning because she's not following the call of God in her yeah. life
1: so i i do think we should at some point have um people on that are well versed in yeah. the other side because we don't know the other side as well we just know ours Um uh, that's something we could do but um if if anything we've said like you have good arguments back or whatever yeah. then uh let us know um send us an email uh, nym christianpodcastgmail.com, th- that would be great. So yeah, We um,
0: like it when people tell us that they disagree with us and we
1: like having conversations. And with them. I like to be challenged with mm-hmm. what, what I believe and yeah. actually find the truth yeah. is what I'm all about. So, But to um, all those social media bloggers and, and, yeah, and haters, haters out there, you hashtag know, like, haters. What you're doing is wrong. Hashtag haters. <laughs> Don't give us another one-star review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us again for another great episode of not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. You don't know that you are right. welcome. You don't don't decide for, for them for the words that you heard in your ears. Wow, they were great. Even though I was sick, which I hate to bring it up again, I'm not a guy. You likes don't to bring hate up to bring, bring it up sick. again. You, you did that willingly. <laughs> I hate to bring it up. I, guys, I don't want to talk about it. But seriously, thank you guys for g- getting through oh my this episode with my sickness. You um, know how much you hate the intros. is that's how much much i hate this (laughs) i hope that next week when we record you get the mic i'm using right now and you get sick from it
0: why would you hope
1: that because you're a jerk (laughs) what (laughs) Um, we'll let the listeners decide (laughs) yeah but uh we van you know valentine's is coming up right uh yeah did, did you know that? Yeah, it's February 14th. Yet? No, I had not gaming anything yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's coming. But uh, we have a very special Valentine's Day episode. We're going to release it day before Valentine's Day with some special guests. Uh-huh. It will be our wives. Oh, yeah. So we're going to have a very special episode in two weeks coming out with that uh, We featuring Lauren and Erica, uh-huh. our wives. So and we're going to figure out who's better. <laughs> like between Lauren and Eric yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, let's figure it out who knows <laughs> but but yeah also um Not Your mama's questions uh we we like to plug this but uh send us your, Not your Mama's questions we're, we're collecting all those we're going through those mm-hmm. and decide which ones uh, are some of our favorites so you can email those those to us nymchristianpodcast christian Podcast at gmail.com. you can go to our website uh, Ym dot and um, go to the contact and send it to us there on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can message us and all those. How else can they send that to us? Oh, easy. You can just do a bird call out your window, and
0: then a bird will come flying. Take a take a take a question. Write it on a piece of paper, roll it up in a scroll, and place it on its on its foot, just like Noah did with the ark. And well, uh, he but it was a twig, right?
1: <laughs> and <laughs> slav his butt. Send it our right. way. Okay. So so uh, h- anyway, you can send us questions. Please do that. We yeah. want to hear some more questions. Easy. So. Um, but let's—we uh, talk a lot about uh, the ladies in <laughs> this episode. Gosh, you're making this ending <laughs> terrible. So why don't we sing a song about that? You want me to start? Yeah, sure. All right, let's a one,
0: a two, a one, two, three, four. Let's go, girls. <laughs> Uh, I'm going out tonight, I'm feeling alright Gonna
1: let it all hang out Wanna make some noise, really raise my voice Yeah, wanna scream and shout No
0: inhibitions, make no conditions Get a little out of
1: line I ain't gonna act politically correct Only wanna have a good time the best thing about a
0: beautiful woman is the prerogative to have a little fun. Whoa, uh, oh go crazy. Forget I'm a lady. Men's shirt, short skirts. Whoa, uh, oh really go wild, yeah. Do it in style. Whoa, uh, oh get in the action. Feel the attraction. Color my hair, do what I dare. Whoa, uh, oh I wanna. To be free yeah to feel the way i feel the way i feel man i feel like a woman
1: thank you for listening to not your mama's christian podcast make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review to support the podcast